Hey guys, welcome to the Elevate Podcast. I'm Axel York. I'm Eric Corbridge. Hey guys, a uh, few purposes to the show, okay? Um, a couple things as far as elevating your skill set, uh, helping you develop uh, skills that you need, uh, practical skills that you'll use in the field and in training and developing your team. Uh, we'll talk a lot about personal development, growth, having the right mindset, really taking you to the next level in sales, in life, and in your career here at V3. Guys, make sure to check back regularly to stay up to date, get some insider tips, learn what it takes to really get to the next level and stay elevated. All right. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Thanks for thanks for joining us. We have a few people still jumping on. Um, good good to have everybody this morning. Thanks for joining us on our call. Um, this is our Tuesday morning rep training call. This is um, this is more geared towards rep and training and and reps. Obviously, anybody who would like can obviously listen in. Um, just as a reminder, if you guys can put your f- Thanks for joining, but if you can put your phones on mute, um, it's that little button that says M-U-T-E. Just go ahead and hit that. <laughs> um, that'd be great. I appreciate that. So, um, yeah, these are, um, again, these calls are intended for, you know, people that are, are starting out and figuring this out and learning this. Um, we have a couple of probably experienced reps on here as well, but everybody's welcome. Thanks for uh, registering for those who did that through the V3U platform, we appreciate that. Um, so next time we'll, we'll kind of make that a, a, a regular thing that you'll jump on the V3U portal and you'll actually register for these calls. That way we can track everybody who's who's on and participating in these calls. Super helpful for us to, to see that as well and get, get feedback. So um, again, just a reminder, just put your phones on mute there when you're, when you're jumping in. Um, also on V3U, I want to bring to your guys' attention, we have a new series on V3U, the Path to Leadership series. Um, pretty cool to, to watch, and I hope you guys are following that. Um, we have a couple couple reps that are on there. We have a, a newer rep named Curtis. We have um, Shad, who's on there as well. And this has been um, this has been cool, and I think I even heard Shad on the, on the call this morning here. Um, but really cool, taking um, through... A rep through a learning process, um, giving them tips and feedback on their on their pitch, specific things that they need to change and and make adjustments to. And you know, chances are that um, you know reps reps struggle with similar stuff, um, and we can certainly learn from each other's mistakes as well. Um, and so this this path to leadership series is actually pretty pretty helpful. I, I hope you guys utilize that. I don't think all the videos are uploaded yet, but um, certainly coming soon and, and uh, we're constantly adding more videos to that. I know with Shad, we went through his, you know, his pitch, his, um, and then we even got into his clothes, broke that up into a couple different series for the clothes, just because it takes, you know, it takes long to, to role play a clothes and, and give a ton of feedback. But that stuff is, is crucial. It's been super helpful for obviously these, these guys that we've been you know, Curtis and Shad, but also um, for it's intended for you guys to to watch and 
and have some good takeaways uh, from as well. So um, hopefully you guys are utilizing utilizing that. Um, by the way, my my goal for for these calls, um, a couple fold I guess, but just to just to be clear on on my expectations and what what I want you guys to get out of these calls. Obviously, we're help, having them every other Tuesday morning, um, but it's really to get the idea for our for our culture, um, the way we think, the way we work. Um, you know, get some ideas. Everybody should be able to walk away from these calls with some some takeaways. I I my hopes would be that something that you hear today and on these calls every time that you join is um, something that you can literally take right now and apply it to what you're doing or something that you can take right now and change what you're doing, something that you can start today and, and, and make an impact. So encourage you guys to, to take notes and, and pay attention. Um, these, these are being recorded and posted to V3U as well so that you can reference back. Um, you know, you guys have probably experienced this before, but it certainly has happened a lot in my life where I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take notes or I'll hear a certain uh, message or read a book, um, you know, and then, and then two years later, I'll read that same book. And there's a lot of other things that stand out to me that did my first time around in the book, you know, as, as things changed, as developed. And so I, that's why I love, I love the idea of notes. I'm a, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a big note taker. And um, I always reference back to these notes. I have, maybe it's an inefficient way of doing it. I want to go digital, but I have a stack of of you know these these notepads that I've used over the years and it's um, yeah it's fun actually to 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 look back and go back a few years and see what we were talking about or what things I was learning or taking away from a certain correlation or meeting so so anyways um, yeah take notes and um, again get maybe not everything that said on these calls will be uh, amazing and 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 change your life but. Um, but if you can get a couple takeaways, um, we're in a good spot, and, and at least my goal is accomplished for you. So, um, anyways, uh, just just real quick, I want to touch on touch on something before I before I jump into the training today. Um, we have our tournament that just started, our battle for the belts. Uh, most of you guys on this call are probably new to tournaments, I'm assuming, um, and maybe this is your first tournament. This is, uh, don't be afraid to get competitive. Um, we're a competitive company. We're competitive by nature. A lot of us, um, yeah, a lot of us don't like to lose. A lot of us like to win. Um, there's some great prizes, but but really even more importantly than that, this is a, this is a chance for a lot of you guys to, to make a name out of yourself, you know, and uh, for some of you that are brand new and just coming into the organization, it's, it's hard for you know, management or upper management to, to, you know, personally get to know everybody just because of this, how, how big we are. I certainly, I certainly try, but, um, I, yeah, it's tournaments like these where, where people can kind of, again, make a name for themselves and, and start to realize who I, I can start to realize who, who, who some people are and some up and comers. Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining. If you, if you, Cool. We're, if you can put your put your phone on me, that would be great. Thanks. Um, so so again, take full advantage of these of these tournaments that we have. Um, this is a this is a uh, a great chance to again get get competitive and really learn how to kind of turn on that that uh, 
that beast mode or, or learn how to, you know, um, push a little bit harder than you than you have been before. Um, I think this, that's what these tournaments are really about. It's 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 being able to grow. Um, it's being able to um, yeah push yourself harder than you than you thought that you could. So, um, anyways, just as a heads up, these this our battle for the belt tournament that's going on right now. Um, you get one point for a pending, one point for a sold. Now, if you're split on the deal, that's a half a point. Now, the nice thing about it is, remember, you're going up against people in your same bracket or your same uh, skill set level. Okay, so it's it's uh, it it would be unfair if you know you're like I can't even close my own deals yet, and yet I you know so I can only get a half a point, um, which is fine. Remember, you're competing against people in your in your same category, in your same level. So again, um, yeah, let's, let's see you guys push it. I want to see some, some new names that I'm not used to seeing on the text line, blowing it up and, and, uh, winning some prizes and taking home the belt. Okay. Um, I want to start, I actually want to start with a story. Um, I shared this story in, I think in, uh, where was I at? I think it was in Victorville. And I think I shared it in, um, in Yuba a couple weeks ago, but for those of you who haven't heard it, um, there was a uh, United Airlines flight 173 to Portland. Okay, this was some years ago. Um, the captain, the captain was 52 years old. Um, captain McBroom was his name. Um, he'd been flying. Uh, for, he had over 2,700 hours of flight time. Okay, so that's. That's quite a few hours of, uh, of flight. Obviously, 52 years old. He'd been flying for, for a long time, flying commercial airlines. Um, this particular plane that he was on, he had flown for over 5,500 hours. So the, the specific plane of flight 173, he had flown for 5,500 hours, which is, which is a decent amount of time. Hey, sorry, guys. Could you guys – somebody's phone's not on mute. You guys can just double check your phones. I appreciate that. Um, so, so as they were as they were coming into land in Portland, um, the uh, the landing pad uh, made a made a awkward sound or a weird sound when it when it when it came down. Um, it, it made him it made the captain nervous, um, and he uh, he decided not to land. Okay, so he communicated to the tower, "Hey, we're not landing." I heard a weird, weird sound in the, in the when the landing gear came out. I don't even know if the landing gear is out, um, and and or or set up properly. And so they they uh, they flew out, and uh, they were they were instructed by the the tower to fly fly in a triangle. Okay, so so fly out, and then kind of a tr- triangle triangle around the um around the airport there and what happened was as they as they turned the plane around and they started flying out in their first you know straight line for the triangle they um obviously it was all hands on deck they were trying to figure out and they said hey we're going to figure out we're going to try and do run some diagnostics and some tests from from here to figure out what's going on what the sound was um what's wrong with the landing gear and so they they ran a bunch of tests and they were they were um yeah everybody was paying attention to it everybody was 
was trying to figure out what uh, what was going on. You know, certainly the the passengers were starting to become uh, nervous um, about what was happening and what was going on. The captain was trying to keep them keep them updated, and so as they were um, trying to figure out what was going on and and if they could just just go back and land like normal. Um, little did they, little did they know that as they kept flying out, they didn't they didn't angle back at the triangle that they were supposed to do that the tower told them to do, um, and they kept flying out and out. And um, actually, come, come to find out, they um, they uh, they actually ran out of fuel. Okay, so they they flew so far they were about twelve miles out from the airport and ended up having to do a crash landing because they ran out of fuel. Now, when um, when they found out what happened, um, the 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 landing gear was actually totally fine. There was there was nothing wrong with it. It was just the abnormal sound that he heard, um, and it was fine. Now, it, uh, unfortunately, I mean ten. 10 people lost their lives out of 185 people, which isn't, I mean, pretty amazing that only 10 people died from that crash. But um, they, they use this they use this training now. They use this Flight 173 in, uh, in pilot school training. Um, and the reason why I bring it up is we, uh, we often get distracted. We often get distracted of the things that we're supposed to... Um, supposed to do and the things that we know to do and again they were so caught up in in figuring out this problem that something else even bigger than that uh ended up taking them out right and um so as i as i jump into the training today i'm i'm gonna give you guys um well here's the thing oftentimes i have reps come to me and say hey what what would you recommend how would you recommend i start this you know especially newer reps that are are just coming into the organization and um, you know what's the what's the, the the keys to success or the secrets to success, and um, so I want to give that to you guys today. I want to go over um, the, the the secrets, if you will, the keys, the um, kind of what what I wish I would have known and understand when understood when I first started. Um, so I want to give you the blueprint to uh, for success. Okay, so this is going to be a blueprint for success. Um, there's 12 different ideas that I'm going to share with you, um, and kind of, kind of go through, uh, each one. Okay. And again, keeping in mind that this is the stuff that matters. There's a lot of stuff that, um, that can distract us from doing our job, right. That can distract us from putting in time on the doors that can distract us from really what our job is. And there's a lot of people that, um, yeah, they 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 get so distracted on on things that aren't their job or aren't finding business or closing business that it, they end up just spinning their wheels and wasting a bunch of time. So obviously we don't want that to happen. We want you guys to to be focused on the right things. So so again, let me give you twelve ideas um, to help you create this path of success for you here at V three. Okay, so number one is vision. Okay, so number one is vision. What does this look like for you in a year from now, in two years from now, in five years from now? Um, have a clear picture, a clear image of, of what this 
what this could look like or what you want this to look like. Um, you guys have heard this before, but the, the idea that you have to create something in your mind before it becomes a reality, right? You have to, you have to see it before it, before it happens. You have to, you have to create it. You, you think about the, the, Hey, sorry guys, real quick. Somebody's not on mute. Can you guys all check your phones real quick? Sorry. It's a little distracting. Um, but I want you guys to think about the whatever, the house or the building that you're sitting in right now or the car that you're sitting in right now. Before that became a reality, that was um, somebody had somebody created that, right? Somebody sat down with a pen and paper or on a spreadsheet and said, hey, what if we built, and I'm in the office here in EDH, and I'm like, what if, what if we built a building right here, right? What if we... Uh, yeah, what would that look like? How big would that be? What would what would the specs be on that? Um, how tall would it be? What would the walls look like? What would the, you know, everything down to the down to the fine details of what the what the color on the on the roof is going to be, you know, um, all all these things had to start with an idea. It started with the blueprint first, okay? And treat treating your career like that is going to be crucial here. You got to treat you got to you got to see it for what you want it to what you want it to become, right? Um hey, sorry. Hey guys, can you I hear a ton of ton of background noise. Yeah, I can't hear you either. Okay. Um hey, can you guys check your check your phones real quick? Or if you know whose voice that is, text them and tell them to put their phone on mute. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that doesn't. Okay. Who's Okay. I don't know. I don't know who it is. Um... Okay, I'll just keep going with it. So, um, sorry. Yeah, hopefully, somebody figures that out. Okay. So, um, again, the 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 number one thing is, uh, or the first thing is, is is vision. Um, I want you guys to write a quote down. This is this has helped me a ton. What the mind can conceive, and believe it can achieve. Okay. So, what the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Um, this this is where it starts. It starts in your mind, and I I wish I could say when I first started that I had a, a very clear vision of this and how I wanted this to look like, but this was something that I I honestly s struggled with, um, and and I again I wish I looking back at it now I wish I had a clear vision of of how this how this looked for me, and I I can remember when I first started I was <laughs> this will sound bad, but I remember being really frustrated out there knocking and I, I don't, I just remember this one particular day. It was super hot outside and I was like, what the heck am I doing out here? And I almost got to the point where I was, a, I was a little bit mad at, at Josh for recruiting me. And I was like, why <laughs> this, this wasn't even my idea, right? I'm out here. I'm out pounding the pavement. I'm working hard. I'm not getting a lot of results. And, um, again, I found myself almost upset that I was, that I, chose to do this um and and almost like it wasn't even my choice you know and, and i was like man 
he was so good at talking me into doing this and <laughs> i don't know it was just a it was just a bad attitude to to have from the get go and again i remember thinking those thoughts obviously i didn't i didn't quit and i didn't give up which was which was the key and realized i mean now obviously i'm i'm grateful that i had that extra push that extra nudge to get into this business and 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 learn this um but i'm telling you my my vision wasn't as clear as I would have liked it to have been from the get-go. And I think, I think especially now for people that are coming in to the organization, um, it's a little bit easier to have a clear vision, right? The path to leadership is spelled out, and you can say, boom, I want to hit this in this amount of time. I want to hit this then. I want to hit this, right? And, and you can spell it out and create that, create that vision in your mind. So, um, again, the first one being vision. Number two, um, Learn your pitch and master the close. Um, make your mind up right now that you'll do whatever it takes to figure this out. Um, you guys have all seen, if you haven't seen it, um, you guys should pull it up. Um, the million dollar pitch, pitch or the four four stages to, to a pitch. Okay. Um, now, Everything that you say in the pitch matters. How you say it, your body language, um, your tone, your attitude, your your hand gestures. <laughs> I mean, all these things absolutely matter in the pitch. The the in the close, everything that you say and how you take the customer through the process, what steps you cover and how you cover them and what order you cover them in, are are crucial and important to to mastering the. The close. Um, again, I think it's when when your decision or when your mind is made up um, from the get go that you'll do whatever it takes to get to a level four pitch. Um, then 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 it'll it'll happen eventually, right? It, it, it will have to happen eventually, as long as you as long as you don't give up, right? When the when the um, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Okay, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And so, have it have your mind made up that you're going to to learn your pitch, that you're going to master the close. Because I'm telling you, you will you will not regret making up your mind there. And again, it will eventually happen if you if you don't give up. Um, number three, uh, meetings and trainings take full advantage and obviously you guys that are on this call you're already you're already starting down that path right take full advantage of all the meetings and all the trainings you can possibly go to all the information that you can possibly soak up everybody understands uh, malcolm gladwell and the 10,000 hour rule if you haven't looked at that or studied that or or researched that um i'd recommend uh looking that up and doing some research on it it's it it takes it takes time. There's no replacement for time, right? There's no, uh, there's no way to compensate for the loss of time in in trainings and in and in meetings. And so, you know, it's it's interesting to to me. I I always see a direct correlation for the people that end up succeeding and the people that are like just showing up to everything. They show up to all the correlations. They show up on time. They got their notepads out. They're ready to learn. They're paying attention, and and they're soaking up all the information they can possibly soak up. 
you know, and it, it might not even be from the person that's presenting. They might find a nugget from, from the guys that's sitting next to them that says, oh, yeah, when I have this or this problem, I usually do this. Or, yeah, when I think about this, I, I um, right, this is my mindset when I have type of situations. And literally that, that one takeaway can change your whole trajectory. And so your job in these meetings and these trainings is to, to find the nugget that you can that you can work with that you can that you can apply right away, um, and so again, be be adamant, be particular about coming to all the trainings and all the meetings, and again, soaking up as much as much information as you possibly can from from your correlation meetings um, and extra training meetings that that your specific office is taking their busy time out of their schedule. Right? There's no there's no manager that gets paid, by the way, or assistant manager that gets paid to do to do trainings, to do pitch trainings. Okay. <laughs> Nobody gets compensated for that stuff. This is this is them taking time out of their busy schedule, time that they could be out knocking to give you guys an opportunity to learn what they have already learned. Okay. So take full advantage. Um, number four kind of goes along these same lines, but be a student. Um be be a student in in everything, right? Be a student in in a student of sales, right? Figure out how to sell. Uh, figure out how to create uh, self discipline, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But but if it's if it's going to be if it's it's up to you, right? And and if you're gonna learn this, if you're gonna figure this out, there's nobody that's going to hold your hand or babysit you or drag you to the finish line. Right. There will certainly be mentors and, and support systems in place. But but being having the idea that you're self-taught will change everything. And I've I've seen it before that, that you know, managers that are I'm sorry, the reps that end up leaving early. They're like, yeah, my manager didn't didn't do this and didn't do that and didn't give me enough time and didn't didn't teach me blah, blah, blah. Um and and it's again at the end of the day if you realize and take full responsibility for your your um your progression within the organization um it makes all the difference in the world now there's so many tools that are at your fingertips to to use for this right this this self-taught aspect obviously we got you know we got the v3u we have the the audio the audible the books um there's this cool podcast that recently came out called Elevate. Don't know if you guys have heard about it. <laughs> um, you know, we got podcasts. We got we we have a ton of of things for you to be able to um, to be self-taught. Again, make up your mind. Don't don't put the responsibility on your assistant manager, your manager to to teach you this and say, oh, he never taught me that. There's so much resources that you have. If you don't learn it, it's it's your fault. Okay. Um, and so again, take that, take that student mentality. Um, the other side of that too, is don't, don't think that you have to know everything before you go and sell. Okay. Um, I, I think again, depending on your personality type, some people are like, no, I'm not, dude, I can't, I can't go out there. I can't go and get in the field unless, um, you know, unless I know everything about solar and the inverters and how it works and, understand the PPA or I can't, I can't go out and sell the PPA until I fully read through the, the contractor. You know what I mean? The, those type of thoughts. And maybe the, that's probably a natural way of thinking to be honest with you. But 
you got to kind of fight that urge. And because the truth is, is if you waited till the time that you knew everything to sell, it'd be too late. <laughs> you would, right? You wouldn't make any sales. You wouldn't make any money. I, I remember a guy that started with us and this was, this was a few years ago. And, um, anyways, he was, uh, he came in and, uh, this guy knew so much about solar. He actually, he actually impressed me with his knowledge and understanding of solar and how it worked and, um, panels and cells and literally sounded like he had worked for a manu a solar manufacturing company. He hadn't, but he, he just had learned a lot about solar and had studied it and, and the sun and the exposure. And I mean, all these, all these things that, um, at the time I didn't even half the stuff that was coming out of his mouth. I didn't even understand. Um, and I was like, geez, man, this guy, this guy knows a ton. Um, fast forward. I hired, I hired the guy. His name was Russell. Good, good, good dude. Um, obviously knew a ton. I hired him four months later. He had zero sales. Four months later, he had not closed a single deal. He had had a lot of conversations with a lot of people, but he did not close a single deal. I want you guys to think about why, why that is. Why did he not close a deal? His, his understanding of solar was, was one of the best I've ever seen somebody having coming into the organization. Okay. He didn't sell a darn thing. Okay. And, um, so don't, this knowledge and understanding, it actually, it actually hurt him. Obviously it hurt him because guess what? When he got into a home and he got on the door, guess what he talked about? All the crap that doesn't matter, <laughs> right? All the stuff that's like blah, 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 solar panels, inverters, you know, wiring, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. That stuff doesn't sell. You, you guys know that and realize that now. Okay. Um, number five, uh, a schedule of self-discipline. Okay. A schedule of self-discipline. Number five. Um, I don't know. You, you guys have probably heard of, of, of Dave, Dave Ramsey before. Um, he has a, he has a saying that he says, uh, live like no one lives so you can live like no one lives. Okay. Talking about like saving money and being frugal and that type of stuff. Um, I actually like his books. His books are pretty, pretty good. Um, I changed that saying a little bit and, and, and I made it, I made it say, knock like no one knocks so you can live like no one lives. Okay. Knock like no one knocks so you can live like no one lives. Um, somehow you got to figure out a way to put a schedule together that you can optimize your time in the field. Um, you have to have the self-discipline to hold yourself to this schedule, okay? Not everybody runs a, you know, runs a, the organization or assistant managers or managers. Hey, sorry guys, put your phones on mute, please. Um, we were good for a while there. But anyways, um, discipline equals freedom, right? Jocko says discipline equals freedom. Um, and, and this is where you gotta learn to to have more discipline in your life. Think about and, and think about your personal life and what you can do to increase uh, the level of discipline in your life. And I don't know, it, for for each of you, it might be different. It might be, hey, I, I need to go to the gym. Hey, I need to work out. I need to go for a run. I need to clear my mind. I need to clear my head. 
I need to get in some some good habits, some good routines to increase your level of discipline. I need to set a schedule. I need to stick to a schedule. And maybe it's I need to set a schedule. I need to stick to it. And then I also need to tell somebody else my schedule. I need to tell my assistant manager exactly what I'm going to do and when I'm going to do it and how and help him hold me accountable, him or her, right? And so, again, what what discipline looks like for you might be different from somebody else. But in order to be successful at this, there has to be a, 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 a disciplined schedule. You have to hold yourself to a schedule. Even when you become busy and, and you start closing deals, somehow you got to figure out a, a way, you know, in between your your prelim appointments and your post appointments to figure out a way how to keep your pipeline full, right? You got to schedule in your, your knocking time. And again, some of you that just started, don't worry. All you got to do is be out there finding new business, right? That's all you got to worry about right now. Um, there, there's several examples in, in the books that, that are on audible of these people that live these, these, these disciplined lives and, Whatever your level of discipline is now, be committed to to increasing it and taking it to the next level. Again, having that schedule, write it out, hold your hold yourself accountable to it. Okay. Um, number six, be humble. Um, be humble and stay humble. You know, I want you guys to think about why why that would be so important. Um, somebody that's not humble obviously isn't coachable. They're not teachable. They, they think they got it figured out. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to see it in ourselves when we're, you know, we all think we're humble. Every, if you ask anybody if they're humble, they say, oh, yeah, no, I'm totally humble. And he could be the most arrogant guy. I think he, he, he knows everything and has everything figured out. Everybody thinks that they're humble until they, um, until they, they don't take feedback or coaching. Um, you have to be willing. And this is actually something that we that I preach to our, our leaders within the organization too. It's not just for, for new reps. This is, this is everybody in the organization. Um, we all have to learn. We all have to grow. There's absolutely things that we can do to, to increase our effectiveness and the impact that we're having uh, on our organization and on our customers. And, and so, you know, nobody, if you think about it from a, from a customer point of view, right, you go into a home and, 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 you know, you act like you're you're a know-it-all, and you got it all figured out, and and you're just <laughs> customers customers pick on that pick up on that right away, right? This this cocky like I know it all. You can't teach me a darn thing. Even when you're like that in in the home or on the on the door, um, the customers feel that they sense that, and they pick up on that. Uh, it doesn't get you the results that you want. And so, again, number six: be be humble, stay humble. Um, number seven. Have goals and hit goals. Um, goals are are crucial, and and obviously, you know, one of the biggest parts of correlation is this accountability piece. What, one of the reasons why it's so important for everybody to be there and everybody to be participating. What happens at the end of every correlation? Right, you collect goals and actuals. What happens at the end of every call that we have? Manager call leadership call, um, whatever call we have, it always ends in accountability of, of goals that were set. Okay. We have to keep ourselves accountable to our goals and nobody's more accountable 
to your to the, to the goals that you set than you, right? And 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 it's it's at the end of the week if you put a number up on the board and you didn't hit that number, it's all you, right? Or the opposite. You do everything in your power and you actually you hit your goal that you set at the beginning of the week. You come in on Monday and you say, "Yep, I hit my 3 or I hit my 2 or whatever it was." It's all you, right? Um, and that's why we give recognition for people that are hitting their goals. And I don't, I mean, I, I get to the point where I don't, I don't even care what the goal is. It's just the fact that when you say it, you, you hit it, right? And they're those people that, that, have, um, that have done that and kind of set that expectation. Hey, if I set a goal, I'm going to hit it. And then, I, and then, and then the, I, I start to trust them. I start to believe them. I, when, they, when they say something, when they say they're going to do something, when they're, they say they're going to produce X amount, um, my confidence level is high, right? Because they, they've been consistent at that. So pay attention to what you're saying your your goals are um, and, and do everything in your power to hit them. And in the way that you set goals, everybody just may probably heard of this before, but set smart goals, okay? Simple, measurable, obtainable, realistic, and time-bound, okay? Smart goals. Simple, measurable, obtainable, realistic, and time-bound. Um, this is how we, this is how we set goals. We, um, again, we, we make sure it follows that, follows that recipe. And even, even to the point, and I don't, I don't know, maybe this was a bit much, but, um, I would always set goals that would be like hourly goals. Like, Hey, I'm not even, I'm not even stopping for lunch until I hit, you know, two leads or until, until I get a lead, I'm not, I'm not even going to eat. Right. Um, or I want two leads before two. Whatever my specific goal was for that, for that, um, for that hour or those few hours, um, helping me to hit my, to hit my goal, um, long-term goal. And I wanted to, just real quickly, I was just thinking about this um, earlier today. Um, I, I want you guys to write kind of a, a little, a little saying down. Um, Two leads a day to make a hundred K. Two leads a day to make a hundred K. If you actually do the math on that, um, so two leads a day times six days a week, that's 12 leads in a week. Um, our company average for for closing closing a deal or, or getting to a pending, sorry, is about four leads. Okay. So divide that by four. That's three. That's three pendings every single week. Okay. So if you work six days a week, you get two leads a day. Um, that's th that's three pendings in a week. Let's say our our um, I think our average as a company for pendings to solds is like six around sixty to sixty three percent. But let's say it's fifty percent. So let's say divide that by three divided by two. So that's one point five sold deals per week, right? Times, uh, let's say our average system size as a company, 6.5. So that's 9.75 um, on, on, a, on a weekly basis that's sold, okay? Now times that by our standard commission and then times that by 52, that's $122,000 a year, okay? So, yeah, you guys want to set a goal to make 100k in a year. 
two leads a day to make 100K, okay? That's that's simple. I don't think there's anybody on this call, well, I don't know, maybe there's some brand new people, but that haven't got or couldn't see themselves getting two leads in a day. It's it's really not that difficult. You knock a, a day of, of, of eight hours out on the doors, I promise you, you'll find people that are ready. Even if your pitch sucks, you'll still find a couple people that are going to hear you out and listen to you, okay? Two leads a day to make 100K, right on your forehead. Um, okay, next one, sorry. Um, eight, number eight, eliminate distractions. Uh, learn how to say no. There's so many things that will pull you off track. There's so many things that will distract you. There's so many you know, um, alerts that you need to take off your phone. There's so many social media. There's, there's even people and loved ones in your life that will, that will distract you, (laughs) that will distract you from what you're trying to accomplish. Um, again, it's, it's not certainly when it's, when you're out there working, um, eliminate all distractions, get, get good at that, get, get good at, at that tunnel vision, putting those blinders on and just going for something. Okay. The, the, um, when you're intentional out there, when you're knocking, you remember, we don't knock to knock, we knock to sell. And so, um, figure out what that is, figure out what distracts you when you're out selling, um, and eliminate it, get rid of it. Even if it's your mom or your, your girlfriend or your boyfriend or what, whoever it is say, Hey, sorry, I'm working. Call you later right? It's, it's simple. It's, but you have to figure out what that is for you and what that looks like. You got to learn to, to say, to say no to things. Um, it, and, and also learn, learn and realize that, that distractions can happen even outside of work too, right? Even things that you watch or things that you put into your mind or your body, um, can absolutely affect your, your production. And so eliminate these things, anything that will derail you, from hitting your goal. Um, again, realizing everything that you do matters um, and, and everything that you do, ask yourself the question, is this getting me closer to my goal or further away from my goal? Okay, that's the question. Is this getting me closer or further away from my goal by watching this show, by putting this into my body, by listening to this, by responding to this, by looking at this, by whatever, by setting up alerts for this? Is that going to get you Closer to your goal or further away from your goal? Okay. Um, number nine, you decide your salary. Uh, be worthy of it. Okay. You, um, nobody's going to earn something in this business that they don't deserve. If somebody makes a quarter of a million dollars in a year, guess what? It's because 100% they deserve it and they earned it. If you're going to make $30,000 doing this in a year, that's because that's what you earned. That's what you deserve. Um, and so make up your mind and decide in your mind and 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 tell your mind that that you're worth what you think you're worth. Um, you got to you got to decide your salary. And and again, it's you're not going to get more. You're not going to get less. You're going to get exactly what you're what you think you should get or what you're worthy of getting. What your work ethic tells payroll that you should get is what you're going to get. Okay. Um, number 10, buy in a hundred percent. Um, 
you know, obviously there's, there, there's, there's people that come in and, and try and do this part-time or on the side or, um, actually we're, we don't even hire people like that anymore to be honest with you. But, but back in the day, you know, we'd have people try and try this or do this on the weekends or, you know, you know, drive Uber on the side and do this or whatever they're trying to do. It's not worth it. It's totally not worth it. If you're one of those people, just uh, whatever. It's it's not worth it. Make up your mind that you're going to do this 100%. That you're going to be 100% in. Um, so I, I actually, I lived in Australia for a couple of years. And um, I, I, Australian people are awesome. I, I love the, love the country, love the culture, love the people. They, they had a, they had a saying there and I was reminded of it recently on a conference call that I was listening to, but they had a saying there called fair dinkum. I don't know if anybody, if you guys have heard of that before, fair dinkum, fair dinkum is how they say it. Um, anyways, it's a saying that I, I hadn't, um, I'd forgot about, but was reminded recently. And, uh, the Australians say it all the time, and it means um, they are what they say they are. They do what they say they're going to do. Fair income, right? And so you got to be fair to income about about this job. You got to not only buy in a hundred percent, but do what you say you're going to do, right? Be be fair to income about the opportunity that we have here at V3. Okay. Um, number eleven. I I just got two more. And then, and then we'll wrap it up, guys. Um, number 11, give back. Okay? When you get to the point where you've learned this and you figured this out, you will almost feel a, a obligation to, to give back somehow. And, and this is going to be different for everybody too, but, but there's, there's something uh, important about this uh, mentality, right? If you've learned something, if you figured something out, you will feel a, a a need to to give to others, right? And maybe that's in support. Maybe that's in knowledge. Maybe that's in, hey, shadow me for the day. I'm not even a, I'm not even assistant manager, but hey, you can, yeah, let's go, let's go knock together, right? Um, um, again, l- leaders leaders pay it forward, okay? And and even if you're not a leader or yet. Um, have that mindset. What can I do to give back to the organization, to the cause, to the purpose? Um, how can how can I help my manager? And maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it's offering to to give a little training and correlation. Maybe it's offering to take out a rep for the day. I I don't know what that looks like exactly, but you got to figure out a way to to give back somehow. Okay, um, and it. it Everybody that's successful that I know personally figures out a way to give back, to give back to their community, to give back to their company, to give back to their their congregation, to give back to the people in their lives that got them to that point. Whatever it is, give give back, okay? Uh, and the 12th one, last one, is dare to be great. Um we're not here. You guys aren't here. You're not doing this hard, difficult job just to get by. Okay. This is, this, this, this job is way too hard just to, just to scrape by. Okay. You want to, you want to be great. You don't want to be good at this. You don't want to be okay. You don't want to be average because average doesn't get you, doesn't get you anywhere. You're not going to reach your financial goals. If you come into this and just be average, you gotta, you gotta dare to be great. Make sure that you're, 
we have a big job to do. We're trying to disrupt the energy industry, right? And it's, again, it's too hard of a job to, to barely scrape by. So make up your guys' minds that you're going to do whatever you can to, to be great at this, okay? So um, anyways, I appreciate your guys' time. Hopefully that was helpful. Um, again, this will be recorded and you can play back to it. I know there was a part where it was it was difficult to hear because people still don't know how to f- put their phones on mute, but that's all right. We're, we're learning. Um, somebody's cooking some uh, breakfast burritos here for us too. So um, anyways, thanks for joining us, guys. Get out there and make it happen. Thanks. Thanks.